This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than Canisations with Chris. Without further ado, we have the owner of Hetty, Vermont, Monica Donovan. How you doing, Monica? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you for driving up here. Like it's it's uh I'm glad you I'm glad you got the time to do it. Glad we have a chill. I know things are starting to pick up. So how you doing? Um great. It was a beautiful drive, honestly. I was happy to make the drive. Um That's good. Uh, I, I woke up, the sun was shining. Um and uh, you know, yeah, things are picking up a little bit with the Hedy's Cup and yeah. with uh, with spring and um, you know, it's kind of the first full year of like you know, dispensaries being open. Um, it's been kind of a wild ride, honestly, the last few months. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's really great. And it's kind of the coolest thing, I think, lately is the full circle thing from the last Teddy's Cup. Mm. Um, because we had so many competitors kind of entering um, products that are now, some of them are being, you know, sold on the shelves um, mm-hmm. across the state. And that's kind of a, an, an interesting thing. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the judges that we had were trying the products that they were going to be carrying like in their stores um and that was a really cool thing to just kind of watch happen um and and having a little bit of time now to kind of look back on that and coming up on a full year since the last cup yeah yeah. um it really is kind of like a an amazing shift and an amazing kind of growth yeah yeah um and i think it's not been perfect by any means like there's a lot that needs to be fixed um but i'm glad we got it going i think it's great well everything needs to start you know, and I feel like that's where we're at is in the start. And we're always going to have Rocky, you know, and you can't you can't make everybody have it, you know. But eventually, you know, we'll get there, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, with all the right pieces getting in places and whatnot. But uh, before we get into any of that, you know what I'm saying, could you give us a little background about who Monica Donovan is? Because, you know, I feel like. You have a very interesting story, ma'am. Um, I, I guess you could say that. Um, you know, I think that um, my interest in cannabis, I feel like, you know, I started smoking weed kind of like any normal teenager. You know, my friends kind of were smoking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I ripped a big bong my first time. <laughs> um, I think I actually did kind of a shotgun and washed it down with beer and then passed out. And I woke up covered in glitter um, because my friends <laughs> glittered me. You go to me. sleep at the party. Because um, they're my wonderful friends, and that's what friends are for. That's what friends um, are for. You know, good times. Um, but what happened, I think, pretty early on was that I kind of had a run-in with the wall. Um, and it kind of taught me some early lessons that made me very, like, Railwaves, sort of like law enforcement and authority in, in general, and gave me kind of a, a deeper insight, I think, that maybe I wouldn't have had um, in terms of how broken the system is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was just smoking weed like a, like a normal kid, and then um, 15 about was when that happened, um, and I got caught shoplifting. Mm. But they drug tested me for some reason, um, and I tested positive for cannabis, and I just tried, like, ecstasy for the first time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up getting put in, like, drug court, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of a new-ish program. Um, and later, I would learn about the policies that, you know, helped put those things in place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some coming from our current president. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a, a real eye-opener over, you know, the next few years to kind of unwrap that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I ended up getting in trouble. I didn't like being told what to do as a privileged white suburban girl you know um and i ended up basically going to detention center it was like basically a month 
But when I was in detention center, you know, I was, like, the only white person there, like, pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then when I finally had my court date and I got sent to rehab, they um, put me in this, like, facility that costs money. And I was, there's, like, one person of color there. Mm-hmm. And I just remember mm-hmm. it was, like... I didn't know what the problem was. Like, I couldn't put my... F- I was just like, something's... This is real. You like, were something's aware. off. Like, yeah, this yeah, is not yeah. right. And I knew that it was unfair. And something had been done. Something had happened. I didn't know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it kind of took me the better part of, like, two decades to kind of figure out what the hell happened. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, like, it just gave me a little bit of an insight that other people had not... Might not have. Um, it definitely complicated my high school experience, but I was fortunate because um, my record is actually sealed. Like, yeah. everything happened before I was 18. Um, so I got to college. I'm like, I'm like a pro. I'm, like, I'm good. You I know what I'm, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> um, but that was, you know, I didn't really get into the cannabis stuff, like into the industry stuff until later after Colorado kind of like legalized and it piqued my attention. I actually went out there like the first year that they legalized for a ski convention. It was like mm-hmm. something not related to weed. And I saw, you know, the stores were open and people were really excited. Um, And I was just kind of interested in it. And when I came back, I went to a cannabis event. And that's actually where I met Eli. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had started Heady Vermont and I was really interested in like doing something, but I wasn't sure exactly what. And I just started going to these events and like, you know, kind of piecing things together. Um, And eventually I just kind of, um, you know, started a little blog, um, basically, and had a small networking event at Skinny Pancake. Mm -hmm. I think maybe 10 or 15 people came. (laughs) You know, small, but it was, um, you know, with speakers, um, maybe a few more than that, but like, you know, it was pretty modest. Um, And when we, it was kind of coincided with the beginning of the hemp room. Um, which was CBD, you know, kind of started getting... Pi- there were no CBD stores. Like, yeah. there wasn't CBD in every shelf. Um, there really was nowhere you could get it. Um, so we did these CBD, like, farmer's markets, which yeah. was, like, kind of the one place you could go to, like, get all the products in one spot. Uh-huh. Um, so it was kind of an interesting experiment. It was, like, an early... can. It was, like, testing the waters a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and that was that was interesting and fun. And we threw Hempfest. Um, didn't know if anybody would come. It was, you know, in... Uh, at, at Burke Mountain, like in the middle of nowhere, and we actually got like a few hundred people like showing. Oh, that's dope. What um, year was this? Um, this was back in 2017. Okay, was um the first sort of big event, which was Hempfest. Yeah, and that was right when hemp was kind of starting to take off. Yeah, and I think people really learned a lot of tough lessons from being in the hemp industry as well. That they should definitely directly apply to cannabis. Yeah. Um, in terms of like this boom and bust kind of thing, and um, just knowing when, th- when prices are going to fall. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, just being really conscious of that. And so, um, you know, that's been really awesome. And one th- the one event that we've really held on to is the Hedy's Cup because um, it really brings together in one place kind of like all these these growers and makers. Yeah. Um, regardless of like where you're coming from, like you're kind of welcome to enter and like just put your stuff out there for people to try. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's always been a really nice way to kind of bring together the cannabis community because okay. that's my number one favorite thing, I think, about 
being in Vermont, like, I like how small it is, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. it can be kind of a, a really frustrating thing sometimes, yeah. um, as we all know and experience. Living in small towns, you're yeah. like, even Burlington, it's not a city. It's not a, yeah. It's, it's a large town. <laughs> to my daughter, that's what that's what the city is. I'm like, baby, I got to get you out of Vermont just for a little bit, yeah. just so you can see what a real I'm city is. I'll show you real city, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, um, you know, but I love, I love this sort of community. I love the tight knit. I love, um, and then there's like a level of accountability too because mm-hmm. it's so small like, everybody know each other and i think you know i think that's i really like that um yeah. and i think that people really support each other and come together when they need to and i've seen some really inspiring examples of that yeah, yeah. um so i'm really happy to have kind of you know stumbled into it this way um it's been it's been a fun experience that's good so just for the people out there that don't know what what is the Heady Cups? I know what the Heady Cups is, but talk just give me a little smidge of the Heady Cups and what what it entails. Um, so it is sort of you know a um an, oh, it's a long it's kind of a long event actually you know mm-hmm. between the competitor and the judges and the, and the awards party phase. Um, but it is a celebration of kind of the best in Vermont cannabis um mm-hmm. and cannabis products. Mm-hmm. So that's you know flour, edibles, concentrates, um. And then we've got topicals. Um, we've added vapes um, in the adult use category this year. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the only concentrate that's really out there right now in, yeah, in yeah. any kind of significant number, I think, due to the current regulations that yeah, I think right. are a little bit onerous. It's, it's so, crazy, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, some work needs to be done on that. Um, but I'm hoping the cup will illustrate some of those weaknesses as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, I think that some of the adult use categories might fall a little short just because of, you know, five milligram limit per ser- you know what I mean? And then yeah. this concentrate, you know, limit. Um and it's kind of uh makes it really tough mm-hmm. um to produce a great product and yeah. it makes it expensive. So I'm hoping the cup does highlight some of those issues. But we still have this, you know, homegrown track which has none of those things. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. you know, people can kind of really create something amazing without worrying about all that stuff. Yeah. Um so there is a place for both of those things. I mean we want to continue to respect and honor kind of like both tracks. And I think we do have to handle them like a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the core of it remains much the same. Yeah, that's cool. I know I went last year and it was funny because it was like the first event of that type that I had been to. Like it was the first cannabis event I had, you know, so I'm walking around, you know, the Lang Farms and I'm like, man, this is, I don't know if this is real. Like it's, I got, it's cannabis, like a display case of it. And they got edibles over here and people are like, take a joint, have a joint. Oh, everything's free. And I was like, man, this is, it took me a while to even touch anything because it just felt like wrong <laughs> you, well not wrong but just like anytime some police is gonna bust in and be like get down we got you all now but then i started looking around and i started seeing i remember the thing that kind of took me aback was there was this little old lady she had the old lady afro you know what i'm saying and she was walking around had her bag on her forearm and she was i had got a joint i threw it in my pocket and so I was, you know, about to go outside and smoke, and she was going her way outside, too. And I held the door open for her, and I was like, it's a nice event. And she was like, it sure is. And she, she, she shook the joint at me, and then I went to another place, and she stood right there outside the door and, and smoked the joint. And I was like, damn, this is like, 
everything's cool. And then uh, after I after I got stoned, I started walking around. It was cool, and I started looking at other people, and other people stoned. And it was just everybody was happy. It was just a good place to to you know be there. It's a good vibe, and yeah. it's a mix of you know sort of really appreciative consumers, um, mm-hmm. uh, the people that are creating the products. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of business as well. You know, it's a uh, people who provide services to cultivators. Um, and so it's a really good confluence. And it's not really a trade show, though. It's kind of a consumer. Um, it's for the people that want to read. And it's, you know, a way to show off all of these awesome, like, small batch, you know, craft products yeah. um, directly to the most enthusiastic consumers um, that, you know, want to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's a great little slice of that, um, of the cannabis community in that way um and it's also a little bit of a trade show but not really and one thing we've kind of done this year so it is uh april 15th april 15th is the date um and what time it's uh it's gonna be kind of a so it's a daytime thing so it's 10 to 6 um it's kind of trade show hours um Mm. and what we've done this year we've actually taken the music out of the cup itself and just done we're doing an after party at the double e okay just on right down the street around the Um, corner people can you know we wrap up at six people and go get some dinner. Um, we get takeout and just sit, sit and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then head over uh, for the after party yeah. um, at the double A. It's good that it's right there because everything is like less than. I think, I think it's like less than really, a mile apart. It was apart. a good move. And yeah. I think we'll probably have a shuttle as well. So, Shuttles, um, that's why I was. Yeah, that's good. Kind of, uh, we actually had one. This is funny. This is a little bit of a callback, but to July 1st, we had yeah. a shuttle from downtown Burlington, um, or south end of Burlington to um johnson uh, oh, wow. <laughs> where the event was and oh, it was wow. like the longest shuttle ride I that was think. A, that's like, a long <laughs> show <laughs> um but we did it and people took it yeah. um you know what i mean uh, it was also that's like awesome. 100 degrees it's so hot oh my god um, and then we had hetty's cup which used to be in january before mm-hmm. i moved it to april um and it was uh like just so cold when you're um i think it was like Zero degrees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was also pre-COVID. So it was January of 2020. Oh, yeah. We had our last Hedy's Cup before the pandemic had. Okay. Um, and that was like January of 2020. It was like, it was that definitely was like, floating around. It was, you know it I mean? was like, definitely <laughs> starting to peak. It was probably an yeah, early oh, super spreader, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and so <laughs> that was kind of a wake-up call. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's definitely been a little bit of a road. So this is the fourth cup. Um, but the fifth year because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. So, yeah. um, you know, it's really shifted a lot, I feel, um, since we first started it. Yeah, that's good. I feel like this, it's a great event, like you said, for consumers because, like, a lot of people are, like, still, wh- wh- when I went, for the third annual like a lot of people were still like kind of in the shadows and even people that was there was like hey here try this you know what i'm saying like they had this dude was walking around with a a container you know just had little samples in it as he was handing out but uh it was it was a it was it was an amazing event so uh just out of curiosity you said you took the music out why did you take why did you take the music out? What we actually did was we took out the stage. Okay. Um, but we were going to have a small stage that's uh-huh. just like the trophies and our uh-huh. MC, who is actually the host of this show. Oh. Chris is going to be our MC this oh, year. Oh, well, thank you. I'm very excited to And, you know, actually it's funny because I knew about you last year before uh-huh. the party. Like, I kind of like knew like the, what you would do, like you were already out there kind of like yeah, yeah. a little bit. 
And um, Kathy, um, who I absolutely love, um, she's no longer with Hetty, um, mm-hmm. but she, you know, she did her emceeing for years, and she's got a little spunk. And, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, but the one prerequisite, I think, for being Hetty's emcees, you have to be, like, super chill and yeah, have a great yeah. vibe. And just sort of be able to absorb, like, the energy in the room. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it's clear, even from, like, the podcasting and stuff, yeah. like, that's something that you're really good at. So yeah. I'm really excited to have you on. Well, well, Monica, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate even being considered for it. I need to put some hand claps. I'm going to get hand claps and me putting them just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, like, that's awesome. It's funny because when we met last year, that's my goal was to be the voice of cannabis in Vermont. Like, I wanted to, you know, be on everybody's come get your cannabis here and come and do this. And if you want some good bud and you know, all that stuff. But then it's funny because like, as it grew and everybody was on board, we found out that that wasn't, that wasn't an avenue that we could do. So, uh, I shifted and created this podcast. I'm like, well, if y'all won't do it, then I will. So yeah, like it's kind of awesome. Like, like you said, full circle, like I'm going to be, I was there last year within the first five minutes. I was nervous. I was scared. I was like, something's going to happen to actually being there, emceeing it and announcing the best cannabis in Vermont. Like, so like that's, yeah, that's, it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited to have you on. Yeah, it was definitely like, that was like definitely on top of my list for this year. I think yeah, it's yeah. going to happen. And I think, you know, hopefully that experience, because I know what you're saying, like, I still will hide a bowl, like, and yeah. somebody's taking a photo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just an instinctive, and those events help mm-hmm. us kind of slowly shed that, that automatic sort of response, yeah. right? It takes time. It Even does. people, like, like we know it's, it's okay. It's funny. <laughs> you know Look, what I mean? Like, when, I, when I'm out in public, I mean, when I'm here at home, I smoke a joint with the head, uh, the, 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 the rose you know, face up. But when I'm out in public and I smoke, I kind of hide the, I flip it, I'll just smoke it. I do, you hold it. Yeah, you hold it, yeah. Like, just kind of cup it so nobody see. And it's, and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the crazy part. It's it's fine. But we still come from that, that sheltered or we got to shield it or can't nobody know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty, um, and I think just the more we do those things, the more it kind of helps to do, uh, mm-hmm. to, and I think there's a lot that still needs to be addressed, mm-hmm. um, clearly, like, in Vermont in, in general. Um, yeah, absolutely. For example, like, one of the things that really bothers me is that you cannot, if you own a vented property, you cannot necessarily automatically smoke weed. You know what I mean? You need mm. permission from the landlord. Yeah. Um, which is a huge problem. That is a disparity problem. That yeah. and that really um separates people by by wealth and by race and really makes it worse for specific groups of people. I yeah, don't yeah. like that at all. Yeah. I think that needs to really be fixed. Uh-huh. It, it's true. <laughs> yeah, and so, some people are lucky enough to own a house and some people are just not you know what I mean? And like that's that's they gotta take their events somewhere control, it yeah, is. up yeah. here. So um yeah, I feel like we really need to address something. <laughs> yeah, it's. I feel like, like you said in the beginning, we're just starting. Like we've came from, and I say we, and I mean that as Vermonters, you know, just being here. It, it was, it's, or just the world in general. Like cannabis was always a bad thing, you know. And now with people, 
you know, it's starting to become to the forefront, it's becoming legalized, it's being lucrative businesses, it's changing people's lives, not even financially, but uh, because of the properties, the CBN, all these CBs and CBN, CBAs, CBDs, all these CBGs, you know, it's so much is coming to the f- forefront now. People are going to start learning about that. I think they are. I think yeah. it's like, you know, it's it's been a – and you have to kind of – I mean, because I haven't even been doing this that long in, mm-hmm. in you know, the scheme of things. Yeah. Um you know, I would call it the most recent iteration of sort of legalization, which is the most recent efforts to get things passed, like mm-hmm. since 2015, right? Um, but there are people who've been working on this for long, before, and like thinking back to like high school, and like we just you'd go behind a dumpster in the woods and <laughs> smoke a bowl because you're like, you know what I mean? Behind like, the dumpster. <laughs> it really has changed a lot. Um, it has, yeah. And I think, I think you have to sort of stop and look back to appreciate yeah. that sometimes. And that's what I say that about the, like, the, the crowd coming up. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to start smoking on a young crowd is, you know, that's been around since it's been fine. They're, they don't really understand the struggles of the, like you said, like smoking behind the dumpster or having to, me having to put eye drops in before I go in the house to make sure my eyes was clear or, you know, spraying something on or just doing whatever you had to do so it. You know, you could smell acceptable. You know what I'm saying. So it's it is. You, I think that as you know, the time we're gonna we're gonna be the generation is gonna be like ah, you don't know, you don't know what it was like smoking weed back in my day. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you'll never have to hide behind a dumpster. Yeah, you ever smoked out of a out of a, a toilet bowl? The the, <laughs> the, the, the toilet bowl roll, <laughs> like the toilet roll. <laughs> Like there's a lot of things that like you know what I'm saying they won't have to do and I I mean it that's good we shouldn't have had to do them but you know we're kind of, we we our generations kind of paving the way for that generation to be like hey it's just weed it's just a plant you like tomatoes we'll try some cannabis I grew it right beside it yeah, yeah it's been good to see I think I think there's been but one of the things that that. Um, adult use kind of helps with is older people, like mm-hmm. people in older dem- demographic. Yeah. It makes it okay for them to kind of go into a store because those are the people that are not going to get it necessarily. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, go out, you know, illegally or in, the, in the, the demographic is not what I expected. You know, um, it's it's definitely an older crowd. And when I, you know, with being with it being legalized, I was like, hey, it's always going to be a couple of people around my age. Of course, it's going to be some old people, and you know, smoke. But coming into the shop and seeing like there's a it's a a lot of a lot of older people, like a lot of canes come in, <laughs> a lot of walkers, you know, things like that. Like, it's crazy, like to see like it's probably I would say a hard 85, 75 to 80 percent. It's older people, like with like you know older, like I said, the little afros and little old lady afros, and it's just the people you wouldn't expect to see, you know, consuming cannabis, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of and there's a lot of people I think also that use it medicinally and yeah. not, they're not registered patients, you yeah. know. But I count myself among those, honestly. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, but 
I've had people, I think I had a veterans event where this like, 75, 78 year old lady came came by and she was totally badass. Like, uh. She was so awesome. And she like, she totally like loves weed and uses it for her pain. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's on. She was a veteran. Um, she was super cool. And, like that just it really spans a wide demographic. Um, and then we have kind of a, and our audience is kind of a little bit diverse in that way too we have kind of these like veterans like these older people these medical patients um and then we have kind of like the younger sort of like working adults who use it to kind of kick back and after the kids go to bed and um there's all kinds of people that use it for all kinds of things and that's one of the things that's kind of fun and challenging about marketing like you know what i mean like there's all these people yeah Um, you gotta you gotta give a you gotta give something to each demographic you know it's um it's highly rooted they have a body rub and um i play basketball every wednesday you know and i come home and my knees are just like clapped like from where jumping with young kids and stuff like that five games it's just oh my god but they have this body rub that you rub it on and i swear it's like an instant it's an instant relief. This isn't a sponsor for them, but this is like real. This is like like speaking for their product, though. But like it was so, and it's crazy because twenty years ago, two thousand three, you're rubbing on a THC body butter. Oh, that's a drug addict. You know what I'm saying? When it's really not. It's it really all those everything that it has. It helps with something. You know. And that's why, you know, seeing older people come in, a lot of people, a lot of the old people, just older people, I'll say, I don't want to say that y'all old, but <laughs> the older people, they, you know, they eat it. They're, they're eaters. You know, they, they, I like the edibles, you know, some get vapes and, you know, stuff like that. But it's just like, you know, it's not all about, you know, what's them smoking, but it's, it's kind of cool to see. Oh, it's not just. It's not just black people. <laughs> it's not just black people. Y'all was lying to me. <laughs> you know. There were many, yeah, there were many, many people. Yeah. That's dope. I also want to give a little shout out to my awesome team. Um, so recently I've sort of expanded the team a little more. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, and I've had Ella, who's been kind of like doing. Mo- Shout out to Ella. Ella who's also recently, I think, on yeah, the podcast. she came over um, with Vermont Normal. She, yeah, Vermont Normal. Um, and she's doing an awesome job, just kind of like putting together content, um, yes. doing some of the behind the scenes, like marketing, coordinating, and stuff. Yeah. And then I brought um Erin back aboard. Um, okay. she she actually, you know, she was with us for for a couple of years leading up to the pandemic, which, you know, unfortunately, like like many other companies, they kind of had to like downsize a little mm-hmm. bit. And, being um you know being somewhat events based company <laughs> yeah 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 um and uh you know she actually came back aboard um just a few weeks ago and she's been absolutely killing it and so um I'm really just giving a little shout out to my crew team and then we have all these kind of writers um who've been pitching in as well yeah. um and they and it's mostly women honestly like and that's kind of just by accident <laughs> I, I like you know I look I'm like oh look at that okay yeah. um and uh yeah I made an intern recently Adam who put together some great pieces for us as well um and so i really do um i'm I'm excited to be kind of building the team back up that's awesome yeah just um really kind of looking at the next few few months and years and um kind of what's gonna happen so i'm pretty psyched um to have all those people just kind of like 
uh, putting in new belts every day. We did a little road trip yesterday um, for the cup, and we went to kind of went. We did like Grass Queen, Magic Man, yeah. um, and then we stopped and took a little lunch break, and then we went to White River GoPro, uh-huh. um, and then Sunday Drive. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of all we had time for. It's just so like it's so hard because like know everybody like driving by I'm like hi. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. Yeah. No. Nah, it's um, understandable. And, yeah. It just makes it tough, and it makes it tough to, to like shop when I go into a dispensary, honestly, because like yeah. I feel like I like know all these people, and I just want to buy. So, yes. <laughs> um, you know, um, I really enjoyed just being able to like support people. It's been really cool. It is, and it's and it's being able to support them and in their in a in a business like it's not it's not wrong anymore. Like it's okay. Like to have a, a good grower, like your favorite grower. I got a I got a few favorite growers. I've had one on, but I have a couple more that I'm going to be bringing on here hopefully soon. Uh, yeah, but it's just, I feel like just this whole cannabis movement in Vermont, it's just, it's, it's really, like you said, it's things that have to be fixed and things that have to be adjusted. But overall, I think it's a good start, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, look, Monica, thank you for coming. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. But look, 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 hold up, hold up. You're not leaving yet. We're not done. (laughs) No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so I have a couple more things. I'm trying to think of what what, the one thing. um, One thing I would like to mention. So, um, until, so I had been working over the last year or two to kind of, um, can I get my shows back from Uh Eli? And so, Emma, actually, I'm going to start over again. Yeah. I am proud to announce that as of uh, Wednesday, or maybe Friday this week, okay. um, Heavy Vermont is now 100% woman-owned and Whoa. operating again, uh, which is really exciting. Um, and sort of, you know, I, I can, I, I'm excited to kind of look at some possibilities for the future and just sort of what we're going to be doing um, mm. and how we can, you know, keep spreading the word about just like who's growing the best weed in Vermont and where people should go and, yeah. um, and the kind of heart and soul of this whole thing and the people yeah. behind it. Yeah. Well, congratulations on hundred percent ownership of it. That's awesome. Like it is, it's, it's good to see that, you know, it's good to see like it being woman owned because, you know, I've seen the, there was a, somebody had a post, I seen a shirt that said buy, buy weed from rich white men. And I was like, you're a dick. Even if it is no, a joke, yeah, it's it's, it's funny. It's a sort of um. It's an unfunny joke, honestly. An unfunny joke. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, like, I get that. It's a I joke get what that you was were never doing. Meant to be funny. Exactly no. because there's like real connotations behind it. We understand your joke because you've never been it's on like this saying, side. Like all lives matter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you've never been on. You're still a dick. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, so it's it's awesome to see like it's not just and and even me like I've a lot of the growers that I meet are men and a lot of the 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 pushers that i've had or the dealers have been men you know what i'm saying and but it's good to see that now women like women-owned businesses are starting to to develop in this budding all in all pun intended community you know what i'm saying it's awesome to have women also hey let's let's i can grow too or you know what i'm saying because Back in the day, y'all they said that women are they you're supposed to have the food. You know what I'm saying? So if you know what you're doing, 
you good, you know. Uh, but it's good to see like women are owning businesses, and, you know, and especially in the cannabis community. And, and there, were, there were plenty of women groups too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, I feel like yeah, it's absolutely. Just, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like in craft brewing too, there's like a lot of dudes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And but somehow I feel like women growers get a little overlooked sometimes uh-huh. or maybe they're just not you know putting their opinions yeah. out there you know what i mean yeah. um and grow i find growers also sometimes you know they all have really strong opinions about the way to grow things you know what i mean uh-huh. what is the best way yeah. and one of the cool things that i've kind of done, like when i've been growing my own just like homegrown is like asking you know these different growers the same question and uh-huh. seeing what kind of answers they get back yeah. And then kind of drawing on all these different kind of like techniques and like and it's it's really cool just to kind of see the different range of opinions people it have is. It's, when it comes to the best way to do things. I've met so many people that have never none of them gave me the same thing. Like, what do you do? Is I do this, this and this. And then somebody else will say, Oh, I've never heard of that, but I do it like this. And they both come out with both quality products. So is is somebody said Chris Chabot, he's like, there's no wrong way to grow weed. It's just a million ways to grow, you know? So it's also that everybody has their own little, you know what I'm saying? Their own little thing to, to contribute as long as they're doing the right thing. Don't be putting no bullshit in it and things that you ain't supposed to to make it be better and all. Just have nice, clean, cannabis clean know. being the key and that's that's something i think um it was good that we it's good that we were talking about that too because uh-huh. like i think there's been recent questions around sort of what you know how how good is the system that we've put in the place to make sure that cannabis is safe you uh-huh. know what i mean yeah. um and it raised questions honestly for me like what about past products like you know could something have been contaminated? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that yeah, really yeah. raised a lot of concerns just for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we did, you know, we do want people to have, you know, pesticide testing. And that's something that's required of adult use, but it's something we yeah. really just, like, strongly recommended for yeah. Ingram. That's dope. Um, and I think that it's good to talk about these things and, yeah. like, to bring that out because, you know, we, we need to make sure that this is safe. Um, and it's the same thing for food. Yeah. Food is really Foods, strict. It's but, cons- um, if you're consuming, If you're consuming it, then it should be restricted. Like everything should be regulated, you know, shouldn't just be, let me throw this in to see, you know, it should be quality stuff going into your stuff because you, you're eating it, you're putting it in your body, whether it's you're smoking it, you know, I'd had a guy tell me that, uh, you know, with your, your water, like when you, if you have metals in your water, it'll go into your plants, whatever you water your plants with, It'll soak into you'll you'll end up smoking it. So it's you don't you're not going to be feeding your beef metals or you're not going to be feeding your potatoes any types of metals. So why would you include that in your smoking to make it better? So you're hundred percent right. We should. Be. Yeah. Um. I think that yeah. There just needs to be um accountability and testing, yes. and it is expensive. You know what I mean? Like it really raises sort of like the overall. I think to constantly be testing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, there's a question of sort of responsibility when it comes to, like, promoting and talking about these products. Like, I feel like we have a responsibility to make sure everything's as safe as possible. And so that's been, you know, just a, a topic of concern for 
for a show. Yeah. Um, but I this is homegrown. What's that? This is my homegrown. This is, this is your, oh, it's so delicious. With you the gave one me we some smoking. of your Yeah. We got together last week, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just to do a little pre interview, which I think was awesome, mm-hmm. just to kind of like be able to talk without having like a solid some, plan. Some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it's so tasty and like fruity. And I feel good. like, yeah, it's, it just really comes out um, in the smoke. Yeah, that's good. I've, uh, I've learned a lot. You know, just meeting with growers and then just in conversations and stuff like that. And I'm getting better. Like, I've told this story before. My first year I grew here, I put 30 plants in the ground. And I was like, I'm going to have weed for years. And I lost 26 of them to bud rot. I was just watching them die. Like, I couldn't cut them early. I couldn't do nothing. I was just watching them die. And then I was like, I don't know what happened. And then, you know, I ended up doing research and talking to different people that's been growing for years. And it was like, this is your ground. This is the problem. You know, it was just soil. And then this past year, I put plants in pots because I have bad soil. And I was a lot, I didn't put 30 in, but because I didn't know, I didn't know how it was going to go. But, you know, now I had a, a lot better. It was still a learning curve. But, you know, when it comes down to it, this is like a, you don't throw your first seed in the ground and have the best weed that you've ever had in your life. It's a learning process. You're going to lose a lot. <laughs> in your first couple grows and, you know, processes of doing things, you're going to lose, you know. But uh, somebody uh, um, from Highly Rooted, they said that uh, it, it's not a loss. It's it's a lesson. But, um, like, it's just awesome that, you know, it's, like you, it's you, you learning. It's not you know a bad thing. You're learning, and I've learned learned a lot. You know, in messing up. You know, and you learn from talking to people. And even before people. I started getting into the industry stuff and like yeah, yeah. started hitting Vermont, like I had friends that would go for years before that, and yeah. I realized I had been learning from them for years. Like you know what I mean? Like since unknowingly <laughs> knowing learning. Yeah. yeah, and I without even meaning to like mm-hmm. that was just happening. Mm-hmm. I actually honestly I grew mushrooms before I grew weed, um, and I really enjoyed it. It's so therapeutic and so like in the same way kind yeah. of. Um, but while taking up less space, and less space. A lot of wealth. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's it. Very. It's very therapeutic. Like it's in the summertime, I swear to God, like I'm out there like eight times a day, just walking through. I call it my fields, but it's only like that little spot in my backyard. But it's still, I'm walking through, looking like I remember you when you was in a bag. Like you was just a seed. Now look at you as tall as me. I'm you know, just picturing you out there, like talking to you. Oh, I sing <laughs> to him. I be putting my speaker. I open my windows. I put my speaker in the window. I put my Bluetooth phone. Turn it all the way up. I be out there. Hey, what's up, girl? Dancing with my ladies. Hey, it's the only time I can have multiple ladies is in the summertime when I got my weed plants. <laughs> it is like I really enjoy this. I go out there, and even if I'm having a bad day, I go. Out out there and I'm like it just it is and even on a good day it makes it even better you know what I'm saying so I just I love growing it's just any like with anything that you you love doing you love doing it yeah as long as you enjoy it that's kind of what counts I've done it honestly just to have just for the therapeutic purposes, like yeah, I'm not yeah. the best grower in the world, but you know it's kind of nice just to have your own stash to lean onto. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Then when you get sick of it, you can kind of try something else. Yeah. But and and that's what I you know I had I grew like some of them were like bag seeds. You know what I'm saying? And some were like official like seeds that I knew. Um. 
but it's it it's it is it's just so therapeutic and you put you put the love in your plants you'll get that out you know so could I shout out some of our sponsors really quick? Absolutely. With the for oh, matter of fact, before we even get to shouting out the yeah. sponsors, um, so a new thing that I've started, I've 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 created, uh, you know, a little spot, but this table is going to be retired in the future as this podcast is growing. This table will be retired, and I want to put this table on the wall like I want to figure out how I want to do it and so that's why when I seen this huge sticker I was like bring it I need it exactly so I would like you especially with you being like a big part of the cannabis community in Vermont like I feel like that sticker would be wonderful to put on the table so while we while no 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 i'm anything i want okay well while we recording (laughs) while we recording i would like for you to pick a spot on this table either one and you tag the table which i call the canna table with your heady vermont sticker anywhere that you want Oh, I'm so honored. Thank That's you. Good. It's amazing. I uh, you did tell me you planned for this table. Uh-huh. And now that I've seen it. And which way are you hanging it? Is it hanging like is, well, this, is it this way? You can I don't know. I have no idea. Like exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put <laughs> pegs on it and put somebody on it, and we gonna throw like throw that. some knives at them and stuff. No, nah, right, I'll playing. pick a spot because it's kind of big, so I feel yeah. like put a little off center there. Like, yeah. Maybe we'll do something like this. Can I give it a little bit of a tilt? Yeah, you can. Like you can tilt. do whatever and you, can you want. Some other guys kind of in those spots. Nobody's gonna know what the hell we're talking about. But what we're talking about is this giant sticker. <laughs> I had just ten of them printed, um, and I, I had really strategic places for like two of them, and I just had some extras. And so I've kind of been handing them yeah. out to some of my favorite people. Um, but it's about, I think it's about ten or thirteen. It's inches. A, I think I got some coffee on. It's it. a, get some off. It's <laughs> a, it's a big sticker. I don't think I have. A sticker? No, I have one that might be big, big enough, but it's behind that. Uh, what you call it? Oh, behind, uh, behind the, the, the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean that one, and also I have your sticker. I had a whole cannabis oh, yeah. wall see that we got up the vintage here. Kind of July. First, yeah, so, but um, see, I had already started building this when this the the podcast came about, and I started putting them behind the wall, and I was like, I don't like it because you you miss it, you don't see it. It's behind the door. I need this to be in the forefront. So I was going to scrape down all the walls oh and goodness. then just start doing it. But the idea came from the table, and I was like, yeah, because you know the table's wobbly. So you yeah, know, the you gotta, table switch out the table, get a nice go. pro table, yep. and then kind of make this you stick with yeah. move. I got big plans. Up. I got I got some plans it's for this. It's good to have. And you know, I'll tell you a funny, funny story about cannibal smoke. So somebody, when I first started Hetty, like way back, we had this small women's event, like uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere, Vermont. Yeah, yeah. And um, we didn't really have much. I think I had a website and some stickers at that point. Um, but basically, uh, I was standing at this fence looking at the horses going horse farm. <laughs> and They got money. I was, this woman was like asking me about Hetty and what we were doing and stuff. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, you know, we haven't done much. We just have a couple articles and all this. And she goes, but, but you have stickers. You know what I mean? Like, because we had stickers, we were real business. You know yeah. what I mean? It was a real thing. And it just was like a funny lesson, like sort of like marketing. And yeah. like people were like, 
the, the perception is there. It's exactly, all there. The it's all together. And it really was not. It like, was. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And, and, and just, but that was an early sweetie yeah. lesson. Like, That's good. Um, That's my next move is to get stickers because, you know, do I want to. Absolutely. And just slap them everything, everywhere. Give it to everybody. Yep. And it's, it's definitely the season. That's dope. Yeah. Well, look, Monica, thank you so much for pulling up. No, no, no. I want you to take it off. And put oh, it you on. want me yeah, to stick permanent. It on Everybody, right now? yeah, oh, that's right in the middle of the deal. show. Okay, a huge deal. <laughs> you hear that, people? It's oh, a big okay, deal. Okay, well, I'm gonna make sure it's nice All and right. clean. Well, Hold on, one minute. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta clean the surface. She's cleaning the spot. I'm like a sticker professional. Come on. <laughs> Uh, a sticker. We got to figure out a name for I get a sticker. Big plans for my stickers. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. This Absolutely. is kind of an honor, Chris. Thank this you. Cool. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm telling you, man. This, this. I have plans with this podcast. This table. Like. Oh, and I want to also announce. Like this is another announcement. Like yeah. you know. So uh, we're going to be also kind of showing you podcasts and heading them all. Oh, well. that's dope. That's um, right. Yeah, I'm really excited to yeah. start doing that. It's going to be awesome. Thank you um, so much. Just another platform to kind of get the road out there and like, absolutely. Um, absolutely i think you you also talked to a lot of our like partners and stuff yeah you know what i mean so absolutely. it's kind of like a natural like sort of thing to go right along absolutely yeah. i appreciate it because that's that's the goal is to get in front of more listeners not just for the you know the educational purposes but just so people know like what you're doing like what's what's going on and you know break the stigma around cannabis, you know, because a lot of people still believe like this is a horrible thing, but you know, here we are. That yeah. And is, our platform is for, you know, elevating some of those voices, absolutely. like what people are saying. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I love about Hetty is that it is a platform for all of those, yeah, yeah. those voices. And as we're talking about this, I peeled off Shit, the sticker. The sticker. This giant the sticker, sticker is going it, down. It's happening. <laughs> I should, I'm going to get, like, music to play when people are sticking on. Look at that. Like a, a nice crescendo. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, it's on. Oh, wait, wait. It, uh, uh, uh. Okay, it's no official. Bubbles. No bubbles. No, it's like a... It's like a window tent. Look that at that. That is really satisfying, I have to say. <laughs> That's good. Okay. I got Thank all, you. It was fun. I'm glad you could be here. I'm glad you could come out. Before you leave, I got a couple questions. I know you like to smoke. Um, so I like to shine light on the people that come on to find out what you like to smoke, what, how you like to consume. So my first question, um, flower, vapes, or concentrates? Um, I'm going to answer you with two, uh, okay. flower vapes. So lately I've been using a flower vaporizer, okay. which I absolutely love. Um, I quit smoking splits, which was actually a really big change for me. So I was super stressed out whilst well, I was chain smoking them. Mm. Um, and so I really just needed to clean up my lungs a little bit. Yeah. And I switched to this flower vape, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, it's just a really clean, like, non-combustible, but it's still flowering. Mm -hmm. um, and I trust it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so that's what I've been enjoying lately. I said that I'm going to change to vaping soon because, one, I'm a voiceover artist, and it's not as bad, but, you know, it still has an effect on. So, and I don't want to stop consuming, you know what I'm saying? So vaping, you lose the burning flower material, and it's basically you're inhaling the oils that, you know, it's like 
quote unquote essential oils. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting that burn, the burning, the harshness. You're just getting what you what you want out of it. Yeah, you don't have particulates, which yeah, is yeah. awesome. And then um, the other thing that you can kind of do is control the temperature, yeah. and you can unlock different topines depending yeah. on the temp. Mm. So you could do like one, two, three, four, and I'll do like two and then three, and then you can kind of draw yeah, these yeah. different flavors. So that's kind of it's kind of cool if you like judging and yeah. like really like reviewing strains. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I find it really fun for that. I said that I want to be uh, a ganjier. Like, that is one of my goals, along with this podcast, is to be a ganjier. Because if I want to smoke it, it's, I like I understand the wine, and I've been through wine tasting and things like that. But a ganjier, like, that's like, I feel like that's where you want to be. You know, that's the, and then with me, before we even get there, uh, enough about me. Terpenes, you said. One of the questions I usually have is indica, sativas, or hybrids. But with me going to the uh, the go seeing going to the counter nurses class and learning about terpenes and how um, lazy marketing uh, uh, those can uh, sativas indicas and hybrids are la- are lazy marketing because cannabis is so much more than those three. So with you saying terpenes. What would be? Do you have a favorite terpene? Um, I actually kind of do. Um, oh, I enjoy shit. like lemonade-rich strains. Oh, um, I do too. Um, yeah, because uh, I feel like I struggle with anxiety a little bit, yeah. so it's nice to have something that um also not just lemonade but a little bit of CBD as well, just to kind of balance things out. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there's not enough like one to ones or like. CB, like, I usually need some more kind of like um, complex. um, And I know, I feel like people, even growers sometimes, cultivators just kind of tend to go for the highest THC. You know what I mean? And it's not really all about that. And especially if you have so many people that have like anxiety, I feel like it's good to just balance things out a little bit in general. Um, But I would say I'm generally more of a sativa E person. Like, I like to use weed to do things. Um, Often, like, cleaning and, like, brainstorming. Um, So I really love it for that. Um, I do kind of lean into the more mellow strands if I'm, like, sick. um, I want to kind of just chill out. But um, typically, I like to get high and crush things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's (laughs) it. That's one thing I like to do on this podcast is close the door. Let's get let's get baked and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you curved out <laughs> kind of a dream job for yourself. But congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a dream job. That's awesome. Those are the main questions because uh, you said you like to vape. So, do you like edibles? I do still like to smoke, though. Of course, I mean, like, yeah. I'm just smoking less. L- you know less. what I mean? And I really needed to. The, and that's like, another thing. I'm not saying that I'm going to quit smoking completely because, yeah. like, I was raised on Philly blunts. Like, like that's what I used to smoke. And I'm oh, yeah, backwoods. That, and I feel things like they'll like, kick my ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. They'll put you down if you ain't used yeah, to them. If you're but, not used to. But in, in, like, most cases, like, I want to stop con- smoking inhaling fire so much and start you know trying some different things exactly um i will do edibles you know um 
in the evening. I don't typically do them ever during the day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've definitely uh, done them and still been high the next day. <laughs> um, like, I did that on New Year's Eve with like, my friends. Yeah. Uh, I was out of town. We went yeah. to this like, super stuffy brunch place on like New Year's Day. It was full of old pe- like, older people <laughs> who yeah, were like, yeah. you know, very sober and gone to bed probably before the ball dropped. 7.30. And, and, you know, I'm like, I'm like just trying to like not walk funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know, I, I took an edible like, I don't know, like four in the morning and thought that was a great idea. It was probably like 40 milligram alcohol. <laughs> oh my God. And I was so, so high. And I was so crazy. sad about it. <laughs> I uh, recently, I got invited to a private dinner. I, it ended up coming out, but I ended up, uh, they were a whole, it was the, the um, condiments, the condiments was infused, the sour cream, the guacamole, they had cupcakes, I mean, uh, candy, you know, it was it was great. And I was just eating, and it was just so good. They had velvet, it was infused with red velvet cupcakes, and if you know me, red velvet cupcakes, oh my God, I swear. And I was just, I had like five, six of them, People and I was like, cupcakes. look, I should go home before... You know, these things. You didn't so, say that. You said that last. You're like, oh, I needed to book it home. I had to like, make it home. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a danger with edibles and especially making them delicious. Exactly. Um, and I think there is an art to like layering like a meal like that. A meal, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, it wasn't on them. I was the one that was like, hey, how you doing? It was just sneak over there and grab like three or four. You ain't going to tell me no. Look at me. I'm hungry. <laughs> so I was just eating everything, you know, inside it. I, I that night when I was when it was all said and done, I was on the couch and I was blitzed. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, "Man, this is what a high hangover is." <laughs> I was a stoned hangover, but uh, you know, I'm not. I know with edibles you got to control them. You know, you can't yeah, just, yeah. and like you said, it has to be layered. And, you know, if you want to have a big meal, you don't want a, a hundred milligram hors uh, d'oeuvre. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's balanced. You know, you get a little bit here and the sauce has this, and you know, and then before you know it, it's all gravy. You know, you're good, you know, so. It all depends on what you're using it for, too. Like, yeah. I know medical patients who can eat, like, hundreds of milligrams and they're just fine. Um, whereas so, I would want to die. I know a so gentleman. It, I know a gentleman. Just, yeah, it just all like comes, <laughs> but a lot comes down, I think, and then making it a normal thing for people to, like, you know, what's my cannabis tolerance? To, like, yeah, know yeah. what that is. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think those are the things we need to talk about. Okay. Um, and your, people's relationship to cannabis and what they use it for and why. Um, and that's one of the things I love also I'm kind of right. discussing platform that's dope yeah. i'm glad monica thank you so much for coming out it was great can you tell them where to find you like where to find hetty vermont um, yeah if you want to check out hetty vermont we're hettyvermont.com um pretty much you can go everywhere from there um we have a directory of like awesome retailers grocers um product makers we have an app we mm. have the latest news um we have strain reviews um we kind of had to revisit a little bit how we do them yeah. um but i think we kind of haven't nailed down at this point okay. um and we've got some social media platforms which we've used with varying success um yeah. we did just get booted off instagram which was kind of fun <laughs> um but you know it's all kind of like you have to sort of that's why you have to look at when you look at cannabis marketing you have to really look at it from a few different angles yeah, yeah. um and i do encourage people to get signed on to our newsletters as well yes. 
it's right, it pops up um, when you go right to the page, which you have to be 21 to visit. Absolutely. Um, because, yeah. So uh, we've actually been age-gated for long before everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when I clicked on. Yeah, exactly. A few years ago. Yeah, so. Um, and then the Hedy's Cup um, is going to be right on top of the pages. Yeah, yeah, the Hedy's Cup. Where are I? April 15th. April 15th from 12 to 6. At Lang Farm. At Lang Farm. I'm going to say, actually, yeah, I'm going to say, I think it's 10 to 6. Well, I don't know. Maybe you've Hey, that. look, y'all just look out for the website. How about that? Y'all go on the website, HedyVermont.com. On Instagram, it's it's Hetty Vermont. Right now, it is Hetty Yeah, it's Hetty Vermont. Vermont. Still producing the same information, the same quality. They're gonna be showing, keeping y'all all up to date on what's going on and whatnot. And as for me, Canisations Podcast on Instagram. Thank y'all for listening. Look out for me. Gonna be talking, emceeing. Wicked, wicked, wicked at the Heady Cup. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's going to be super amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited. So, Chris Brown emceeing the Heady Cup oh, is going to be dope. pretty much the sickest thing ever. Hey. I'm going to like enjoy the announcements. I'm going to be like, yes. Yeah, that's going to be dope. But look, y'all look out. And uh, until next time, people, thank you, Monica. Thank you, listeners. And y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. And we out.